Happy Divine Mercy Sunday. This is a tremendously powerful feast day. And so Jesus on this feast can penetrate the most hardened of hearts. So we want to bring souls to Jesus and his divine mercy today. Well, during Holy Week, I was struck by a meditation for Holy Thursday in the Magnificat. It was a writing from St. John Paul. And he told the story that after World War II, behind the Iron Curtain, there were areas where persecution had left no priests available. And so the faithful would gather in abandoned churches or in a cemetery where a priest was buried, and they would place a stole over the altar or or place a stole over the tombstone of a priest. And there the faithful would say the prayers of the Mass. When it came time for the words of consecration, there would be silence. And you could hear, at times, people weeping. Well, St. John Paul then said to the priests, Dear brothers, when you doubt your vocation, think how much people yearn to hear the words that only the lips of a priest can pronounce, how much they yearn to receive the body of the Lord, how anxiously they're waiting for someone to be able to tell them, I forgive your sins. I can attest to my own life during the darkest times of my life, during times of upheaval and worry, receiving the sacrament of reconciliation, hearing those words, I forgive your sins, brought me tremendous peace. There is an intimate connection between peace and mercy. Peace flows from knowing deep in our soul that our sins are forgiven. And this is what happens every time we confess our sins. Jesus told St. Faustina, humanity will not have peace until it turns with trust to my mercy. Peace flows from mercy. The very first words of the risen Lord on Easter Sunday were, peace be with you. And then Jesus instituted the sacrament of reconciliation. He told his apostles, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. Well, why did the Father send the Son? To reconcile us back to the Father. And so Jesus is now telling his apostles, you too are going to have a ministry of reconciliation. As a priest, I share in this apostolic mission. And one of my primary duties is to reconcile souls back to God. Well, to accomplish this, Jesus breathed on his apostles and he said, receive the Holy Spirit whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, whose sins you retain are retained. And we know that those apostles laid hands on successors and through the laying on of hands conferred the same gift of the Holy Spirit and the power to forgive sins in his name. Well, why did Jesus institute the sacrament of reconciliation? There are many reasons. I want to just name three. First, Jesus always had a personal encounter with sinners. Jesus told St. Faustina, when you approach the confessional, know this, that I myself am waiting there for you. I am only hidden by the priest, but I myself act in your soul. The way that we encounter Jesus in a personal way today is in the sacrament of reconciliation. We're not so much confessing our sins to a priest, as we are confessing them to Jesus. And it's the Lord Jesus there healing and forgiving us through the priesthood. There is only one priesthood, the priesthood of Jesus Christ. And every priest participates in that one priesthood. Well, the second reason Jesus instituted the sacrament 
is because he knows we have this human need to unburden ourselves. Haven't we all experienced that when we're weighed down with something? It's such a healing moment when we get it off of our chest. Whenever we bring our darkness to the light, that's the moment of healing. We will never find freedom and healing in isolation or alone. It's only when we bring things out in the open that we can start to experience freedom and real healing in our lives. Finally, I think Jesus instituted the sacrament because he wants us to have the assurances of his forgiveness. Like St. John Paul said, we need to hear those words, I forgive your sins. Well, I ran across a Pew Research study released in 2020 that says 43% of Catholics go to confession at least once a year, 17% go more than once a year, and 7% go monthly. But roughly 50% of Catholics never go to confession. There's a lot of people carrying around this darkness and sin in their lives. This is Divine Mercy Sunday. We announce the good news that Jesus did not come to condemn the world, but to save the world. The Lord now wants our trust One of the most common things Jesus says in the Bible is be not afraid. Be not afraid to bring your darkness to the light of Jesus. Well, what is keeping people from confession? Again, there's a lot of things, but I can name a few. There's perhaps a lot of shame, embarrassment, fear. The Lord wants to break all that down. He wants to enter your heart on this Divine Mercy Sunday. I think, too, one of the biggest obstacles to God's mercy is pride. In our pride, we begin to rationalize. I don't really need to go to confession. I can go straight to God. What does the church know? And we think we know better than the church in our pride. Or we say, I could never tell a priest all of my sins. Why? Because we're too proud. The precondition to receiving mercy is humility to admit, I'm a sinner, This is really the precondition to salvation. If I'm going to receive Jesus as my Savior, I must first humbly admit I need to be saved. Well, another thing that can kind of keep us from going to confession is we start to feel like, well, I keep saying the same thing over and over. Let me share an image of reconciliation from Bob Schutz's book, Be Healed. He says, imagine an an apple tree. And the apples represent your sins. So you pick the apples and you bring them to confession. You confess your sins. You let go of them. But guess what? The apple tree starts to grow more apples. And so you find yourself again gathering the apples, bringing them to confession. And it's over and over again. And so what does Bob Schutz say we have to do? We actually have to cut down the tree. It's so important to get at the roots of our sin. What are the underlying wounds behind our sin. And that's where we want to ask Jesus for healing. Well, see if this rings true for you. This is what Bob Schutz says are at the roots, the the underlying wounds of the deadly sin. So what's at the root of pride? We're all plagued in our pride by self-doubt, hiding feelings of shame and inadequacy. So what do we do? Well, we boast about ourselves. We seek attention because underneath we feel inadequate. What's at the root of envy? Well, we have a deep insecurity about our own worthiness. So what do we do? Well, we compare ourselves because underneath we feel insecure about who we really are. What's at the root of gluttony? Well, this emptiness 
And so we try to fill that emptiness, especially feelings of abandonment and loneliness with food and alcohol and drugs to numb our pain. What's at the root of lust? Well, we use sex or sexual imagery to soothe the pain of rejection or feelings of not being desirable. We all long for intimacy, love, connection. And underneath, we feel the pain of loneliness, wondering if we're truly loved. And so we seek to give ourselves to others physically, thinking, surely then I will find the acceptance I long for. What's at the root of anger? Control. Especially when we feel things are out of control in our lives or just feelings of powerlessness and fear. That's when anger can well up within us. What's at the root of sloth? It can be expectations that we find ourselves just feeling overwhelmed to the point where we're stymied to do nothing. We just kind of give up because it's too hard to meet others' expectations. What's at the root of greed? Well, we use wealth to bolster our security and self-worth. Again, we constantly strive to keep up with the Jones because underneath there's this insecurity about our own self-worth. On this Divine Mercy Sunday, we want to invite Jesus to really heal the roots, to heal the deep wounds that underline so many, underlie so many of our sins. This is a powerful feast day. Invite Jesus and his mercy into your life and bring souls today to the mercy of Jesus.